0: Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for another opportunity to be fed. We ask that you would speak to us, speak through us, move in this place so that we'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to do something a little differently this morning. Before we read our text, we're going to be in Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. But I'm going to give you my intro. Usually when you're preaching the word, you want to have your work on your opening so that you can prepare the people for what the Lord is about to say. But this text really didn't need too much to explain because this is a familiar text, but it was kind of different on what God was giving me to preach this morning. I want to preach to you this morning from the subject, He's Been Better Than Me than I've been to myself. He's been better to me than I've been to myself. I want you to look at the person next to you or behind you and tell them you are worth the risk. You are worth the risk. A risk is defined as exposing someone or something valued to danger, to harm, or to loss. It is also defined as a situation involving exposure to danger with a hopeful outcome. Whether we know it or not, We are always taking risks. In relationships, we take risks. When we drive our cars, we take risks. If you're going to be successful in business, you have to take risks. The risk equation, however, is based on the value of what can be gained by taking the risk. Usually, but not the rule, the greater the reward, the greater the risk. A lot of times we don't see why people take such great risk when the reward doesn't seem to have much value. Example, people who take drugs knowing that it can lead to death, addiction, and so far, and all the harm that it does, why risk taking drugs? Crime, why, why risk robbing or committing a crime knowing that you risk going to jail for the rest of your life? Some people can't understand why people take risks in certain relationships on certain people. From the outside, they're like, I don't understand why you're risking or even wasting your time. With a certain individual, y'all yeah, not gonna say nothing. And then a lot of times, people take financial risks and and gamble, and, and you know, and then they want to ask you for what they gambled away. But today, we're gonna see the risks Christ took. We're gonna see the risks the demonic forces of hell took. And the risks that we now present. What is important to know is that Christ, when he takes risks, they're always in line with the purpose and the mission of the kingdom. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, the Bible says that he committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil in genesis chapter 3 verse 15 um when adam and eve sinned in the garden he said i will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers he will crush your head and you will strike his heel In John chapter 12, verse 31, the Bible says, now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And in Romans 16, 20, it says, then the God of peace will quickly crush Satan under our feet. So we see that the mission of Christ was to destroy the purpose of the enemy, to crush him and to cast him out and to condemn his cause. He came to cast out, he came to crush and he came to condemn the cause of the enemy. So as we approach chapter five, we we know because we've been walking through the book of Mark that the disciples had just witnessed the power of God over the elements of the earth, the wind and the water, but they weren't prepared for the fire that they were about to enter. And so we come to chapter 5, and we're going to read from verses 1 through 20. He says, Then they came to the other side of the sea. Let us stand for the reading of the word. To the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling amongst the tombs. No one can bind him not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshiped him and cried out with a loud voice and said, What I have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, come out of the man unclean spirit. Then he asked, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send him out of the country. Now a large herd of swine was feeding near the mountains. So all the demons begged him saying, send us into the swine so that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out of the man and into the swine. There were about 2,000 and the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and they drowned in the sea. So those who fed the swine fled and they told it in the city, and the country and went out to see what it was that had happened. And they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed and had a legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. And those who saw it told them how it happened to them who had been demon-possessed and about the swine. And they begged and pleaded with him to depart their region. And when he got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go to your friends. Tell them what great things the Lord has done for you. And how he has had compassion on you. And he departed and began to proclaim in the Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him. And all marveled. You may be seated. We're talking about you are worth the risk. That God has been better to us than we have been. To ourselves. I only have a few points to make this morning. The first one is that Jesus thought we were worth the risk. Tell yourself I'm worth it. I am worth the risk. Listen, he, he had just had his 12 disciples, the chosen ones, to carry the good news and to proclaim to the new world, <laughs> oh, my God, how good Jesus was. These 12 who were handpicked, he had, he had just spent time with them, and they embarked on a dangerous journey through this storm. Only to encounter this demon-possessed man. How many people have taken risks on us? Risk loving us. Risk supporting us. Risk fighting for us. Risk even coming to us. It is even risky to evangelize a nation. Y'all not going to say nothing. Because to take a risk means that one must possess a level of faith. And faith is the substance of things hoped for. So if I'm going to take a risk, it means that I have to have hope in that which I am taking a risk for. And Jesus had told his disciples in Luke chapter 14 that they were to count the cost. If you're going to be a disciple, you have to count the cost. Count the risk. Count what it's going to take to follow me. Remember, Noah had to count the cost, What it was going to take to build an ark when he had never seen rain before. But he had to take a risk. The young David had to take a risk that I would go out and fight Goliath with this slingshot because he is defying the armies of God. You got—he he was willing to take a risk. You got to understand that Moses had to take a risk to go and present himself before Pharaoh. Y'all not gonna say nothing, but he had knew that God had—he had an encounter with God on the backside of the desert, and he knew that he was going to take a risk. Ruth had taken a risk following Naomi to a place that she didn't know because she said I'll be with you if your God will be my God. Y'all not going to say nothing. She had to take a risk. These all place their bets on God because God is a sure win. Come on. But, But here Jesus is placing all bets on a demon possessed man. A Charles Manson, a Jeffrey Dahmer, a Jack the Ripper, a Ted Bundy, he is placing a risk on this insane, out of his mind man, demon-possessed, taking his 12 chosen people through a storm to get to this man because he knew who he was going to meet. Y'all not going to say nothing. There there was a risk. There was a risk. Why was it a risk? He he was a risk because of his condition. I'm almost done. Y'all better follow me. He he, he was a risk because of his condition. Here's what it was. He was in a place called the Gadarenes. Now, I'm not going to go deep into it, but that was Gentile country and anybody knew that Jews had no dealings with Gentiles now, 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 not only that he he had totally he was totally deprived he, he was totally out of his mind let me just paint the picture of how crazy this man was it was so crazy it would, it would be the equivalent see now we got all kind of medication to go ahead and put you in your right mind or, or put you in such a dumb down state that you can't even you don't even know your name or there would put you and I, I remember when I spent a little time on the psychiatric ward that they would put you in a room with a bunch of mattresses so you couldn't harm yourself y'all not gonna say nothing and the Bible says and other gospels that this man was naked so he was naked which speaks to his perversion his sexual perversion if you knew anybody that has lost their mind in their senses they go to a place of sexual perversion that is just outrageous and so they had put this man somehow they knocked him out and were able to put um, chains on him so that he wouldn't hurt himself or hurt any others but he kept breaking the chains and he was trying to hurt himself y'all not gonna say nothing this man was totally out of his mind oh don't look at me like I'm crazy all you got to do is look at your neighbor cuz you know your neighbor has done some stuff that'll make you think they are out of their mind yeah, yeah, yeah we know we have done some stuff and that is totally said. make people say you must be out of your mind doing crazy stuff must have loved but but not only was he in Gentile country the Bible says that he had his dwelling amongst the tombs Mm -hmm. so Jesus being a Jew and did go to a Gentile country and a Jew had no dealings with dead things Oh my God. So you got a double whammy. He's in Gentile country and he's in dead places. Ephesians 5 verse 8 says, For you who formerly were darkness are now light, walk as children of the light. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says that you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people chosen for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into the light. See. Let me just go ahead and help you oh, we have spent some of us have spent way too long in dead places yeah and places where there is no life I, I'm reminded of myself I spent a lot of nights in a crack house and in, and on the streets and in dead places around people that wouldn't bring me life y'all not gonna sit I'll tell on myself because you're gonna sit there and act like if some of you right now are spending too much time in dead places and you like to spend time at the graveyard you like to visit things that are gone y'all not gonna say nothing you, you, you like to spend time in dead relationships and dead choices with dead you go back to places in your mind that are supposed to be dead and you keep resurrecting it oh my god somebody say let it be let it be if it's dead let it if you've already buried it don't bury it twice oh my god only bury it once don't ever go back dig it up and have to bury it again you 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 gotta stay out of dead places that's why i gotta be around people who bring me life you can't be around a lot of people that drain your life because they want Okay, okay, not only was he hanging around dead places, the Bible says that he was untamable. He was wild. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. He was under the influence of demonic forces. He was unable to be self-controlled. See, we know what that means because Paul tells us in Romans chapter 7, the good I want to do. I, I don't do But why is it the evil that I don't want to do I keep doing I see that there's a war in my members warring against me That y'all better help me up in here hey, You and I know Don't sit there and I go crazy you, you you know there's some stuff you said You would never do again And, and you keep going ahead And keep doing it but, but you, And then after you come out of it you don't, It was like you were an out of body experience Like it wasn't even you doing it It just needed your body (laughs) it just needed your flesh to participate untamable somebody say control yourself don't let your flesh control you he said walk after the spirit and you will not fulfill the desires of your flesh Your flesh has a mind of its own. Your flesh. Well, if you if you don't talk to yourself. A daughter say, your daddy, you like to talk to yourself well, Yes, I do. You don't know what I'm talking about. But I have to talk to myself. Can I get a witness up in here? Anybody need to talk to yourself? Sometimes you got to tell yourself to shut up. Sometimes you got to tell yourself, sit still. Sometimes you got to tell yourself, flesh, I ain't going there. I know you are trying to bring me there, but I am not going there. Somebody say, I'm not going there. See, because if I go there. I might not get back from there. See, y'all better, I'm trying to help you. I know that I have to stay away from dead places so that I can be controlled. That's right. Hmm. But not only was he in dead places untamable, he was cutting himself. He was self-abusive. Our bodies are not our own, we've been brought with a price. We were also made in the image of God. Now the Bible says in John 10:10 10, 10, that the thief come not but for to steal kill and destroy. That was this man was in hell. This is a picture of hell. First of all, he had no control. It was torment and he wanted to kill himself. But couldn't. That's hell. And the demons had taken possession yes, yes, of this man. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God! I, I said, wait, 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 wait. Isaiah nine two says, "The people who walk in darkness have seen a great will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them." Uh-huh. Jesus had traveled through the darkness yes. of the previous storm to bring light to a dark situation. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. And he wanted to rest because he knew the encounter he was about to have. Right. That's right. But they broke his sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he just controlled the elements And he's still tired, Uh approaching a dark situation. Help me up in here. Help help me up in here. See, God's power, even when it looks like it's not enough for your situation, God can handle what you can't handle on your worst day, on his worst day. <laughs> did, 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 did you catch that? A light affliction, which is but for a moment, work is far more great. Y'all better help me. So this man was demon-possessed. Now, 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 that's risky. That's a risk. He he took a risk for this man who was under demonic oppression, number one. He's in a bad country, and he's got his disciples. And now, see, everybody knew they didn't pass by this way. Because they would have knew. They would have got the memo, that's where he at. So people didn't walk by that way. So Jesus takes them right to where everybody else Uh is trying to avoid. Uh (laughs) And the man, even in his risky condition, now he takes a risk. Uh (laughs) He, He risked running to Jesus and worshiping him. That's what the scripture said. When they approached, the man came out, running to Jesus, fell down, and worshiped him. Wait, Wait a minute. Maybe I read that wrong. Maybe it wasn't the man that worshiped. Because the Bible says, wait a minute, he wasn't in his right mind. He was possessed by demons in dead places. But it says when he saw Jesus coming, who told him Jesus was in town? with this demon-possessed, crazy man to tell him Jesus was in No, 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 he didn't know. Let me help you. He didn't know. The demons knew. The man didn't worship. The demons worshiped. But I thought, If you told me and you preached to me that those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But what the scriptures don't say is that it has to be a Holy Spirit or your truth. The demons knew who Jesus was. Because they already knew that he was there when they got cast out the first time. Amen. Help me up in here. That's why they said, have you come to torment us? Before, our they knew, watch this, they knew, The demons knew ecclesiology (laughs) better than the church (laughs) now. They knew that it wasn't his first coming that was going to bring judgment to them. It would be his second coming. So they were wondering what he was doing in their presence before the time. (laughs) <laughs> y'all y'all got to help me. Come on, come on. Ooh. So, so the demons worship him by saying, Jesus, son of the most high God. Yeah. <laughs> worship is knowing who God is. and spirit is demonic activity. Uh-huh. Come on. Uh-huh. So that demon knew. Yeah. He had took control of the man's body, but he saw Jesus and they got afraid. You're trying to, what are you doing? See, that's, that's, that's what happens when we, now I'm going to get in trouble here, but you know, I got to try to, I got to try to really marry and, 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 and make this make sense. So we don't go into a deep end, but that's why I say he's been better than me than I've been to myself because you told me that I had to come and accept Christ. But how do you explain the salvation of this man (laughs) who couldn't even say, I believe? Uh Uh I knew it was going to get quiet. He didn't go to church. He didn't ask Jesus to come in his life. He couldn't. Jesus just showed up. How many of y'all been doing stuff and didn't have no, wasn't thinking about Jesus? And he just showed up. Right in the nick of time. I I was hurting myself. I was was doing stuff I had no business doing. And he, he just showed up. The demon's time was up. I'm here to tell you that whatever has been trying to control you, time is up. Woo! Ooh! Ooh! Help me up in here. It is it's up. See, because the demons took a risk Trespassing on God's property. He was touching and attacking what did not belong to him. Oh my God. And see, it's so good to know that that Jesus will risk everything to come see about somebody. Exactly. Nobody else wants to take a risk on. He cast out the demon. And the demon said, You know what? Don't, don't, we know it ain't the time. So send us into the pigs. And Jesus gave permission. Now, this is not a doctrine to tell you to stop eating bacon. <laughs> but that's what they'll use. Because the pigs had enough sense to say, oh no. (laughs) Pigs like slop. They don't like water. (laughs) Y'all not gonna say nothing. (laughs) Oh, help me up in here. You got you to gotta understand that when the demonic forces go, they need something to possess. They can't just walk around and do whatever they want. They need flesh to possess. But the pigs decided, you're not going to use me. You got to decide, <laughs> you're not going to use me. And in order for the enemy not to use you, you have to be willing to jump in stuff that you're not comfortable with. You have to be willing to go to places that are not your normal atmosphere. If the flesh is going to die, the flesh must do what it does not like to do. And so, after that happened, they said they seen him clothed in his right mind. So his brother put some clothes on. Somebody say he handled his sexual perversion. Yeah, that's, that's biblical because you know what was the first thing Adam and Eve did when they sinned they covered up their nakedness God had to make them clothes when Noah was drunk what did he tell his son you saw my young see nakedness in the Bible was always a sign of perversion so what he says is now the man was sitting clothed and in his right mind but the people around him were upset at his deliverance. Right, 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 right. I'm 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 about I'm about done. I'm about done. See, because your deliverance now makes you a risk to the enemy's camp. Yeah, right. <sighs> God took a risk coming to us because he knew we would be a risk for him. We, he, 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 in Psalms 107.14, he said, he brought us out of darkness and of the shadow of death and broke their bands apart. Colossians 1.13, he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. They told Jesus to get out of their region because they didn't want people in their right mind. Not everybody is happy when you get delivered. Not everybody can risk you coming to their party. and Not everybody can risk you. That's why the enemy hates to see you coming. Because now you're clothed and in your right mind. And if I'm in my right mind, I got a right mind not to do what I used to do, The Bible says he went out and proclaimed all that. See, he he wanted to roll with Jesus, but Jesus said, no, you can't come with me. I need you to go home and tell everybody. When we talking about that Saturday, I want you to deal with home. I need everybody to see what I did for you, that I've been better to you than you've been to yourself in spite of where you've been, how good God is, because they will understand that he who was crazy is now sane. He who was drug addicted is now sober. He who was a whoremonger is now, sta- y'all not gonna say nothing. He that was a new creation, old things have passed away, all things become new. I need you to go home because everybody in your hometown know you crazy. That's why people who don't want to get delivered first and they decide to move and relocate think they're gonna run from their devils but only to know that you just packed up and brought all your devils right where you went. Just because your apartment changed does not mean that the devils have moved. You gotta kick the devil out first, then move y'all not gonna help me you can't get in a new relationship with the old devils thinking that the new relationship is gonna help you with your devils he said and that's why people don't want to go home because people at your house know you still crazy there has to be a transformation there has to people see the only way to make people marvel at what God has done for you is if what God has done for you is so marvelous see you, you, you it, when, when I first got, when I was in the first year of my being clean from drug addiction and I'd share my testimony, it be everybody would, would be shocked because the, the, the pain of it was fresh. Now when I say it, it's like, oh, we know that, okay. You know, but but when, when God has to bring you back to the, the remembrance of the pain, And then you wonder and you see how far God has brought you from. See, See, a lot of people don't understand your struggle. They don't know how deep the depths of despair were from the pain that you went through. But when you share about it, it just it 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 does something. And and not every time because you share about something and you cry about it doesn't mean that you're not over it. Sometimes it's just that you're thinking about how good God has been. That that it is a it is just marvelous that I am still clothed in my right mind. When when I went through the trauma of the pain of the incident, I thought I was going to lose my mind. As a matter of fact, I was in on the skirts of a mental breakdown they would have had to lock me up in a psych ward because I couldn't wrap my mind around the trauma of the pain that I went through and and the enemy would flash pictures of what was and what could have been and I I can't but when I think of the goodness of the mm, and where he brought me from and how I can even think about being with somebody else When I thought I lost the love of my life in here And now God wants to do a new thing And I never thought I'd be open to a new Can I get somebody up in here that knows that God will take your mind and transform it That's marvelous. I thank God for being marvelous. I thank God for taking a risk. Could you imagine? And 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 when you take a risk, like I said in the beginning, it's because you hope the 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 outcome of the risk has to be greater. I'm here to help you right now. I'ma help you. I want you to understand that the reason why God risked you being in that situation is because He knew that when you came out, you were gonna come out the more he knew that he could trust the storm and the trial of your life nobody else could be locked up in that mountain cutting himself in dead places and still survive what you survive y'all not gonna say I thank God that he trusted me with the risk of me losing my mind you know it is a risk to put some people in a situation that you know might make them lose their mind but God knew when he allowed that thing to happen that he was gonna come and rescue you even when you were out of your mind when you couldn't even say Lord help he was on the way he was risking everybody and everything just to get to this demonic man ah there is nothing too hard for God That's it. And we got to understand what's worth it. We can't allow people to put worth on us. So, what if people won't take a risk on you? God did. Amen. You want something new, risk letting the old go stop being comforted by your pain but for some of us we are so loyal to our past our past pain we we become so loyal to our past pain we cannot embrace the new it's not a violation you'll never forget it'll be a part of you but it doesn't have to rule you it doesn't have to keep you in the tombs it doesn't have to keep you cutting yourself hurting your own self because you're not open to what God wants to do You don't des- you don't think you deserve to be happy maybe I don't deserve to be healed Maybe, I, maybe that's not for me. He died for us. And said you're worth it. And all I'm asking is that you worship me. In spirit and in truth. Praise me for who I am. Not for what I do. If he came to crush and put Satan under our feet, then that's where he needs to be in our lives. Yeah. Under our feet. He cast them out before he's gonna cast them out again. Yeah. The last At the last day he's gonna cast everything that's not like him into the lake of fire. So God, we thank you for taking the risk. Come on, give him praise. helping us when we didn't even know we needed help showing up when we didn't even know you were coming that's a good God that's a wonderful father that's a good counselor so God we bless you and we thank you for your word thank you for being better to us than we've been to ourselves let us love on you Let us worship you in all we do. Carry this word to nations to be a light in a dark place. We thank you, God. We thank you for those who are watching across the internet and airwaves and that this word, Lord God, would land and help, Lord God, whatever situation that they're in. Knowing that God is able Thank you that we stand in victory we walk in victory as we go through this week we want opportunities to bring you glory and praise these and all blessings we ask in jesus name amen grace and peace